dig this. First 125, Moro here from Grundle. Kingsley turns that five sideways. Brian, the gate is down. This is a sharp left-hander. Who's going to shot? Looks like Darcy Lange on that Richmond Gallon Kawasaki gets the jump. That's where it all started. Big MX Radio, brought to you by Meta, is on the air. Fueled by passion, focused on motocross. Fly Racing, Bills Pipes, W Wheels, Motul MX, X-Brand Goggles, Moto Ice Wrap, and Moto Stuff make it possible to bring you the news, the interviews, and the point of views inside the sport of motocross. The gate's about to drop on Big MX Radio. Welcome to the Big MX Radio Podcast, brought to you by Meta. I'm your host, Brad Gebhardt. With us on the line, we've got none other than the 519 of Josh Cartwright. Josh, how's it going? Good, how are you doing? Hey, not too bad at all, man. Uh, how's that shoulder of yours? I understand that you had uh, quite the get-off in resu- and uh, resulting in a, uh, a dislocated shoulder. Yeah, in practice uh, in Detroit this weekend, I was uh, I tried to get out in front in the third practice just to get a clear track so I can get a faster lap time. I usually wait till last, and uh, but this time I tried to get in front, and it's it's hectic going into that first corner. It's almost crazier than the actual start of the race. They people just try to race into there, and uh, someone came in way too hot and took out my front wheel, and uh, just I hit my shoulder on the ground and it popped it out. And um, as soon as I saw it out, I tried to get it in myself. I couldn't get it in, but. Went to the asterisk and he popped right in, and we're good to go. So, yeah, take a couple of weeks off and uh, rehab it, and come back strong at Indy. No doubt. Uh, like it's a it's a great tactic to get out there early in practice. Uh, that seems to be the, uh, the the rule of thumb for all, all of the, the fast guy the fastest guys out there in the 450 class. So, uh, um, not uh, not unlikely to, that you do the exact same thing. Um, Let's talk a little bit about, uh, before we, we talk about your injury, let's talk about time qualifying a little bit. Um, how does that play into your strength? Are you a guy who can throw down that super fast lap time, uh, or, or is it? Or are you more of a racer? Once the gate drops, you really uh, are able to uh, put the laps together. Um, I've always been more of a racer my whole entire life. Like Usually in practice, I'm I'm usually around where I can race, race pace, but usually when I get in the race, I go a little bit faster. Like in amateurs, I would qualify like seventh or eighth, and then I'd get like second at the nationals. And um, that's what I do here. I usually qualify at Supercross at around 25th or about 24th, and then last weekend I was 20th, and I got 15th in the main event. So usually I try to get the first the first session, the free practice, I try to get all the jumps down, all the rhythms and everything. And then the second practice, I put down a hammer time and then see what I did wrong. And then the second time qualifying, I try to get out there and do a little bit faster. Uh, my Blue Buffalo team, they've been helping me out a lot with all the techniques and everything, and I'm glad I'm on that team. Yeah, it's helped me out this year a lot. Absolutely. You're a new member for uh, the uh, the Blue Buff- Blue Buffalo uh, Yamaha team. Uh, how did that come about? Uh, almost kind of, I wouldn't say last-minute thing for you, but uh, rather new. Um, where, how did they approach you? And uh, you must be pretty excited. Yeah, I'm definitely really excited. Um, it's a Blue Buffalo Slater Skins Yamaha team. Uh, since uh, their rider Silverstein, that was their rider for this year, 
and he hurt his uh, knee this year. It's never a good sign to hear a rider getting hurt in this sport. It's it's how it is, but um, I'm, I hope he heals up quick. He's definitely a good rider. But they uh, contacted me once he was uh, officially hurt and said if I'd like to have a ride. Um, I always I've heard of them a couple a few times, definitely from the the Slater skins, that big giant plastic they have on the front. It's great yeah. for advertisement. It, um, they contacted me. I said, yeah, I'd love to have a ride. I'd love them. They're super great. Like really professional and everything at the track, and uh, I'm really glad I'm with them. The Slater skins they help with advertising. Like I think it helps something in the sport to where. You can't really see things on the bike on the normal bikes, and with ours, you can see it from the top of the stands. And uh, companies really like that, you know, just like Blue Buffalo really likes it for us. No doubt. And uh, so, uh, for the the second session of practice starts, you try and jump yourself out there early. You put the uh, your hand down, and uh, out pops the shoulder. I've felt that myself. I've had both shoulders pop out uh, probably about ten times a piece. Uh, a little bit more on the right than the left, but uh, was it your left or your right shoulder? It was my left shoulder. That's not uh, like you left-handed or right-handed. I'm right-handed, so I definitely can. Uh, I can write in class now. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, um, but have you had both shoulders go or just the one? Uh, in recent past, I have had both shoulders. Um, this started in my amateur career. I, my yeah. right, the shoulder, the left shoulder popped out before, but I got surgery on it last year to get a book fixed and we were good to go and I thought I was past it and this year I was planning on not crashing usually and it just it was a freak accident this time and yeah. I mean it, nothing I can do it's, past, it's in the past just uh, suck it up and get through it and do some rehab and get out there next time so is this uh, something that's going to require uh, to be surgically repaired? I know my shoulder, my right shoulder, uh, got to the point where I couldn't ride aggressively without it popping out. Uh, I, I don't wish that on you whatsoever, but if that's the case, uh, uh, where do you go from here? Uh, I don't think this one will have to be surgically uh, repaired. I went to the doctor today. We got a great doctor here in Tallahassee who takes care of all the motocrossers, uh, Dr. Bird, And he said um, he doesn't think it will need to be repaired, at least right now. I hate, you know, he's going to keep me in the sling for a week and then start rehab in a week and um, get it strong for Indy. And he said, once you can, you can do motocross this year. And if you want to get it repaired, you can, but he said, it's up to you, but it's, um, it doesn't have to be, it's not too serious. It just, as long as you get it strong and tight, it'll be really good. Fair enough. So lots of lots of time in the gym, uh, possibly uh, pulling those shoulders back and, and tightening that uh, the, the back of your shoulders there. Um, but uh, another thing that's on your mind is that uh, you've got to uh, you got to get ready for exams, man. You go to school full time on top of uh, a full schedule uh, of motocross, uh, something that a lot of guys do not have to uh, balance whatsoever. Tell us a little bit about uh, your school career. Yeah, I um I've been in school my whole entire life. I've never went the homeschool route. My uh, when I was a kid, I always asked my parents, "When am I going to get homeschooled?" But I was just a little kid then. But now that I grew up, I I realized, hey, you need to have a backup plan in this sport. And uh, I stayed in high school, and I've always wanted to go to Florida State University, so I moved down here by myself my senior year of high school. And um, when I then I went to Florida State this year. I'm in sophomore year this year. Um, yeah, I have an exam next week in computer programming, and that's what my major is right now. It's definitely a busy schedule. Uh, I ride, or I go to school in the morning, and then ride during the day, and then school at night, and then homework at night, and then back to bed, every, and then that's every single day. I, 
definitely don't know anyone else that goes to school like on campus and also does this professionally. I know a couple of kids, uh, John Short, Dustin Pipes, they do online classes, and I'm super proud of them. I'm so grateful that they're doing that. They need to be doing it because you need to have a backup plan in the sport, and I'm so happy for them that they're doing that. It needs, it needs to get a normal in this sport to where people need to keep their education. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. It's uh, it's a it's a huge benefit for you guys to have a backup plan. Even even the longest career, uh, if you were a guy like uh, Chad Reed, um, uh, be as successful as he is. I don't think the guy has to work anymore. But uh, if you if you did get to that uh, that long of a career and you weren't as successful as Chad, um, you're 34 years old. And what are you going to do with the rest of your life? Because there's a lot of guys. There's a, a handful of guys in the sport in general that have ever been able to just hang them up and uh, just kind of um, hang on to the, the dollars that they made during their career. That you're, you're eventually going to have to do something. And uh, yeah, maybe even along the lines of uh, like uh, the road of of Dustin Pipes, who eventually could become a, a writer, uh, um, uh, an agent, so he could make all of his money off of uh, signing big contracts for those guys. Yeah, it's definitely going to have a backup plan, plan to the, I, I plan on doing motor, graduating college and then having that degree in my background, and then doing motocross as long as I can if I make a good salary, uh, do it until probably about 30, and then once I'm done, I can go to computer programming and still have a great salary. And, yeah, that, like Dustin Pius, I know he's going to school for um, – I can't remember what it was, but I, it's something really major and really great, and I'm really happy that he does that. And uh, he's a smart guy. I've uh, talked to him a little bit. But, and John Short's a good friend of mine. He's, uh, he's going to be a radiologist, I think he said, last to me, and uh, that's a really good degree. So, yeah, it's definitely good to have a backup plan because a lot of riders, even riders that some are barely making good salaries now, like, they can't have a base salary – in 20 years, like, what are they going to do? But I, so hopefully people can realize that now and start keeping in college. That's to- totally agree. Like, uh, you-, you hit the nail on the head there. You need to have a backup plan. Uh, you'd mentioned that yours is in uh, computer programming. Uh, what sparked your interest in that? And uh, how close are you to completing that degree? Um, both my parents are actually uh, IT workers. So my mom's an IT worker for FedEx. My dad's an IT worker for, um, AT&T, so I kind of just fell in the background with them because they, they uh, showed me a couple things in it, and I actually kind of had an interest in it because I've always been interested in how just computers work and everything, and com- programming is definitely a different animal. It's uh, almost like a whole other, whole other language, and uh, that's what I have about, probably going to take me about three more years. It's, it takes about four to five years to complete that complete that major because it's just has so many classes to do. Um, once I'm done with that, it'll just be in the background and I can have it on on me, so when I'm done with motocross, I can go back to that. So uh, you'd mentioned that you're at Florida State. Please tell me that you've been to a Seminoles football game. Oh, yeah, I've definitely been to a Seminoles football game. We're, uh, I'm definitely a Seminoles fan. I came here, my first year I came here to Tallahassee, it was the year we won the championship, so I think I brought that good luck. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so... Um, Obviously, uh, th- this year was a, a lot of big changes for you. Still stayed on the Yamaha, but uh, new uh, new helmet, new goggles, new gear, uh, and you're in a, a, a local company's gear. You don't see that too much, although they are making a push. FXR uh, is a, a Manitoba born and raised company, uh, about an hour from where I am sitting right now, um, and uh, that's pretty cool to see you uh, rocking that gear. Uh, I'd love to hear a uh, a, a great review from you. I, 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 doubt, I doubt you'd say anything negative 
Oh, man, I love the FHR gear. I, mean, I talked to Andy. I know when I went to Walton in 2014 for the Transcan, uh, yeah. he, Andy White was working for KTM then, and uh, I know Tyler Medaglia really well, so I hung out in the rig there, and I got to talk to Andy, got to talk to Andy White a little bit. And uh, so when I heard he was at FXR this year, I hit him up, and I was like, hey, man, the um, think we can work something out for FXR, and I tried on some gear. Uh, and it was it's a great fit. It slides right over the knee braces, like I like it. Um, it's, like I like loose gear, like so I got a little bigger size. So this is a great fitting gear. And Andy White and Carson and all of them at FX are all super great. They take care of me. And um, I hope to be in Canada this year for motocross. Um, I that'll be the best plan right now. Still working something out. Um, if not, uh, I might might say AMA, AMA motocross. I don't know yet, but um, hopefully I can do something there and. Uh, stick with FXR. But yeah, they're a great company, and everyone should go buy some gear from them. No doubt. Uh, giving the shout out to Carson Soviak over at uh, at FXR. That's awesome, man. Uh, never, never in, in my wildest dreams did I think when I started this podcast that his name would roll across the airwaves. But uh, really cool. Glad to see that you're enjoying the gear, and uh, glad to hear that we might see you up here uh, in. Um, in a place like, uh, well, you're gonna. If you come to Canada, you'll be in uh, Kamloops, you'll be in Calgary, and of course, you'll be in Regina, the place that rhymes with fun. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I um, I'm really good friends with the Medaglia brothers, and uh, yeah. Jeremy. I'll be staying with him probably, uh, maybe sometimes training with him a little bit. So definitely, you know, try to come up there because it's a great place up there. I love Canada. It's everyone's just so nice to everyone. When I went up there in 2014, I even went up there uh, this year in 2015 just to watch when I was injured. You know, I just loved it so much up there. I wanted to see everyone, and uh, that'll be awesome if I could come up there this year. For sure. So, um, of all the colorways that FXR comes in, and there are many, uh, what are some? What are some of your personal favorites? Uh, is it the highlighter uh, high vis? Is it the uh, is it the real tree stuff? And uh, have, uh, do you ever like? Uh, instance, I don't know if you go hunting or anything like that. But if you did, would you would you wear your gear or would you wear hunting equipment? Because when it comes to FXR, you could wear either one. Yeah, it's actually pretty funny when um I switched to FXR, um they sent me for uh, they sent me some sets and uh, they sent me all camo gear and I got it and I just looked at it and I'm like, Man, camo, that's different. I like the look uh, I'm actually a huge city boy. I grew up in the city and I've <laughs> never been I've never been hunting really and so I was like, hmm. So I tried it on and I loved the gear. It actually looked pretty cool. Everyone at the Ricky Carmichael farm they all love they love camo there, so they love the gear, and um, I was really happy about it. And then they started sending some bright stuff, and like the highlighter gear and some red some red gear, some blue gear that looked really good. And all their color schemes are great, the real tree and all that. They know what they're doing up there. Well, right on. Uh, we're gonna throw it to commercial really quick. When we come back, we're gonna talk a little bit about uh, where we saw you first on the AMA Supercross or Arena Cross circuit. Hey everybody, this is Jimmy Button former factory supercross rider you're listening to the big mx radio show we're going to take it to a commercial we'll be right back if there's one item to be picky about it's choosing the right helmet i'm andrew short and i choose the f2 carbon from fly racing you too can wear the exact same helmet i wear trey canard wears jimmy albertson wears and many others the f2 carbon is a helmet loaded with details that make a huge difference in comfort and safety Lightweight materials, phenomenal airflow, and a super comfortable sweat-absorbing liner and generous eye port design to accommodate any goggle choice are just a few. And did I mention how super trick these helmets look? Straight off the shelf and onto the racetrack. 
If you are looking for one amazing helmet, look no further than the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. For more information about Fly Helmets and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. What's wrong, Jeff? I don't know, Jay. Well, you better fuel up with a nutritious breakfast with Oats and Bran. Oats and Bran? I didn't think there was such a thing. That's what I used to think. Now, I start out every morning with a bowl of Amigos. For extreme kids like us. Amigos racing man. But more than bikes, what Big Jeff likes is a fat bull. Amigos with brand, fat bull. Amigos with brand. Oats for power, brands for speed. Who that tastes, what a delicious treat. Cereal bees, Emigos. That's what I call fueling for the big ride. Hey, kids, start out every morning with a fat ball. When it comes to helmets, there is just one. The helmet brand, that is. Just One Helmets is tailor-made for motocross and street bike riding, and now available in North America. Who chooses Just One? Well, for starters, Tim Geiser, winner of the Italian round in MX2, David Philipparts, Vicky Golden, Trevor Reese, as well as David Pulley. And you know what? So do I. I choose Just One Helmets because they are simply the safest, lightest, and most comfortable lid available. Want to know more about Just One Helmets? Check them out on the web at www.justonehelmets.com. Find out about the J12 the J32, and all of the colorways that are absolutely blow your socks off. So guys, please head over to www.justonehelmets.com today. Go check them out. You won't be disappointed. The 2014 X-Brand Goggles is back and better than ever. From the Scatter X, Volcano and Phantom Goggle, X-Brand has the product to make you stand out on race day. The quality of X-Brand products is second to none. Great lenses, incredible frame, and a strap that doesn't wear out. Great tear-offs, zip-off systems, nose guard, and more. Check out eksbrand.com for all of the accessories and pricing. WUSA is your one-stop shop for quality wheel sets in America. All of the best components built for the toughest conditions. Hit up WUSA.com, that's D-U-B-Y-A-U-S-A.com right now and check out the custom wheel builder selection. Pick your rims, pick your hubs, pick your spokes, even pick your nipples and see what it's going to look like on your bike. On the website, you'll drool over components like XL and DID rims, Talon and Kite aluminum hubs, Galfer and Brembo brakes, and spokes that take a licking and keep on ticking. The same wheels that you buy are built by the same guys we're building wheels for. Ryan Dungey, Jeremy Martin, Chad Reed, and the entire Geico Honda team. And I kid you not, they are not told whose wheels are whose, they just build amazing product. And I want you guys in a set of W wheels. So do what I did and head to 
WBYAUSA.com today. WUSA, all things wheels. What's up, guys? It's time to talk a little bit about Roy Borden Race. He's the performance specialist. Suspension, making a motor work, balancing a bike, or just maintenance. He's got the tools and know-how to make sure that your bike is ready on race day or practice. Roy Borden has strength in years of experience and the best technology and best tools at his disposal. Whether you're getting your forks redone, seals, or a full, full-blown full rebuild on your forks or, or shock. Call up Roy Borton today at 204-633-2722. Bill's Pipes, the home of legendary performance. Since 1974, Bill's Pipes has been providing motocross and off-road riders the performance they need. Two-stroke or four-stroke, Bill's Pipes has the exhaust system for you. In recent years, we've seen a resurgence of the Bill's Pipes brand, and that's great news. And that's great news for motocross racers everywhere. For four-strokes, Bill's Pipes brings the RE13 to dominate the fight on any brand. For you two-stroke guys, the MX2 Bill's Pipes exhaust system is the right one for the job and comes in works, nickel, and the all-new cone look finish that'll turn heads all day long. Head to BillsPipes.com right now and get the same pipe used by Billy Lininovich, Vicky Golden, the JMR Suzuki team, Jesse Pierce, Nico Izzy, and David Cole. Bill's Pipes is craftsmanship at its finest. So go with Bill's Pipes and never settle. Hey, this is Alex Ray. I don't know if, why you're listening to Brad's podcast, but I'll be back on soon. <laughs> and we're back. Big MX radio podcast show still on the line with Josh, Josh Carthright. Uh, first time we saw you, Josh, was uh, as an arena cross guy getting your points. Last year, a lot of success in that series, and I believe you rode uh, more than, than when necessary. And uh, I don't, you're, you're pretty uh, familiar with those friendly confines of the arena cross and uh, dicing it up. With uh, contenders like uh, Gavin Faith and uh, even uh, event winner this year, uh, Austin Forkner. Oh yeah, the arena cross was definitely crazy last year. I had to get my points in it uh, for the first three rounds to get into Supercross. And when I did the first three Supercrosses, uh, Junior Jackson called me and uh, he said if one of their riders got hurt, so he asked me if I wanted to ride the rest of the season for him for the Thermotech team. And I, uh, I accepted, and it was a great opportunity for me. So I rode a few more after that. And it's definitely a uh, crazy thing in the arena cross. It's really tight and aggressive. People don't they don't move for you when you show them a wheel. You just got to get really aggressive. And uh, I grew, I rode with the Gavin Faith a little bit last year in it, and I uh, trained with him every day. He's definitely an amazing rider. Uh, I chase him every day. It helps so much. And I chase Joey Savashi. And Gavin's doing really good in the arena cross, and uh, hopefully he wins the championship this year. No doubt. Both those guys uh, were, lo- were looking pretty good for a championship. Uh, Savachi needs to uh, get some uh, get some points over the last two rounds of the West Coast, but uh, um, both guys that are uh, good to chase around, no doubt. Yeah, definitely. It really helps um, chasing them around the track. Yeah, they're... Uh, they're both win- they both won a few this year. Gavin's in first in the points in the arena cross, and Joey's in second. Hopefully Joey can uh, 
catch Webb and win that championship. And uh, hopefully I can stay at the Carmichael Farm, which has helped so much this year, and um, hopefully help me next year to do even better top fives next year in the points. No doubt. A place that uh, has an ability to raise anybody's uh, uh, results. We've seen guys go out to the farm and uh, turn into uh, absolute uh, beasts out there. I know um, when Mike Brown won his championship in 2001, he gave so much credit uh, to that championship to uh, staying at the farm and chasing uh, Ricky around. Um, and it's, it's only a matter of time before you drop the nine from that number and start to uh, be able to rock that 51 that you've been uh, 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 trying to run. Although, I guess uh, you'll have to fight Barsha for it. Yeah, I, uh, I was 51 my whole entire life. And uh, I guess uh, um, Barsha was also. So he took that number from the amateur from his amateur career also. And uh, I actually saw him at a bicycle shop about a year ago and told him, like, hey, man, he stole my number, just joking around. He's actually a really good guy. Um, I've met him a couple times, and hopefully uh, he can get maybe like the number one place so I can go back to the 51. Yeah, that's his, his, his permanent career number, so uh, you're going to have to uh, – might have to do it like an arm wrestler or something like that for that, but don't use your left <laughs> hand. The shoulder might pop out. Yeah, that might not be a smart idea. So where do you go from here? Um, obviously, getting ready back for for Indy, uh, you got our fingers crossed that uh, you'll be able to be back at that one hundred and ten percent. But um, as far as outdoor testing, outdoor preparation goes for outdoors, like obviously, you're, one, you once you know exactly where you're going to be, then you can have a better idea of where you'll be racing. But uh, regardless, uh, the laps have got, got to start to click down for you eventually. Yeah, everything's uh, got to get ready for Indy, just keep it strong. And then once motocross comes, uh, I am talking to a team up there. I uh, can't really disclose what it is. Um, again, once everything goes through, and if not, if I don't go up to Canada, I'll probably stay in America. I think uh, maybe go stay with Blue Buffalo. That would be great. They're a um, great team that I can stick behind, and uh, they're sticking behind me with this injury. They're completely okay. They know I can be back for Indy. So, yeah, it's just getting stronger and stronger for each time. And, Hopefully this year will be a learning uh, advantage for me, and then next year come back even stronger than ever. Awesome, man. Well, uh, we wish you the best luck. We really appreciate you giving us some time here on the Big MX Radio Podcast Show. Uh, Run down those sponsors for us, both personal and with Blue Buffalo, uh, to uh, give them some love, and uh, we'll let you be on your way. Yeah, uh, definitely have to give a uh, shout-out to the Blue Buffalo Slater Skins Yamaha team helping me out this year. They've been so great, and uh, Lake Hill Motors, FXR, FMF, Bell, Scott, Sandbox Kings, Factory Connection, Nihilo, Pro Taper, No Toil, Atlas, Alpine Star, Dunlop, Wysico, Flying Colors, uh, Crankworks, TLR, MX Culture, Moto Seat, Galfer, and XL. Now, thank you all to them, and uh, everyone's been great to me, and uh, hopefully I come back strong this year. Awesome, and man. This year. Well, uh, sir, go ahead. Yeah, I said next year, but... Meant to say this year. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, re- like I said, I really appreciate you coming on the show and uh, giving us some time. Don't hang up just yet, but for podcast sake, we'll cut it off right there. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Big MX Podcast, brought to you by X-Brand Goggles. Be sure to check out our archive for episodes you may have missed. Check out our website at BigMXRadio.com for more content.